Welcome to Summon Your Superhuman. I'm your host, Ria Mestiza, and this is the Pull the Curtains Back insight into how everyday superheroes have experienced tapping into their superhuman strengths. To go from fear, frustration, and struggle to soaring next level astronomical heights, I believe we all have more amazing within us than we know. I believe we all have unique superpowers, and I believe we all deserve to be our superhuman best. So let's dive in. Welcome to episode one. And today I have a question for you. What do Clark Kent, Lois Lane, Diana Prince, Bruce Wayne, Monica and Chandler Bing have in common? (laughs) Some are blessed with supernatural abilities, while the others are forever honing the craft of summoning their own. In any case, they are professional everyday people like you and I who exhibit extraordinary moments where there's much more than meets the eye. So I've reflected on a common theme that people have always told me in my life. Rhea, how do you seem to see the good in everyone and everything? You're just so positive. I thought, maybe that's my superpower. For everyone I speak to and work with, I just see potential and beauty within them. Allow me to hold the mirror up to you and show you just how spectacular and unique you already are. There's untapped potential from where you are now and where you want to be. Superheroes are even more effective when they work together, like the Avengers, the Justice League, So why would it be any different for everyday superhumans like you and me? So consider this now your safe haven. And maybe if you can come up with a cool name, let me know that too. But this is a place where you can grow your mind and body surrounded by the support of others trying to do the same, including me. This seed was sown from a moment that changed my life forever. It all began one night out for dinner with friends. A casual night by the beach, catching up with friends, when a friend looked at me and with eyes of shock said, Whoa, Rhea, your lip is huge. I'm like, what? I grabbed my phone to see myself and my tongue basically took up almost all the space in my mouth. I took a huge breath. Because in an instant, the health practitioner in me knew this looked exactly like an anaphylactic reaction. But hang on, I'm not adversely sensitive to anything I'm aware of. I mean, hang on, don't panic, don't panic. Breathe, breathe, breathe. I tried not to think about the three minutes of oxygen I'd have available if my throat closed up. I consider myself extremely lucky to be sharing this story with you. But that wasn't my time to go. And that's sure as hell not how I wanted to go. But it's more often than not, not up for discussion. In that moment of danger and fright, I felt time slow down. I experienced this realm that we hear of where all your past experiences and this catalog of skills just presents itself to you 
important when you need it the most. And in a split second, you take action that will hopefully save your life. I think back to this man in the UK. I wish I remembered his name because his story is absolutely incredible. Being in a subway saying goodbye to a friend when his coat gets stuck in the doors from the platform. And in the time it takes to take a breath, he was pulled under the train to what bystanders would assume was the end of this man's life. Instead, he manages to channel his inner James Bond and grab on underneath the train upside down and remembering to keep his body loose so he's not too rigid. And I mean, can you believe he actually managed to hold on for like 11 minutes Freaking amazing. (laughs) Now, this is two examples of completely different adrenaline pumping life or death situations. His was far more impressive than mine. But for me, it was the first time in my life that I was grateful for my history with anxiety, the attacks, the asthma attacks that I had, that I felt in this moment had prepared me to survive. It just wasn't my time. But why? I inherently knew in my soul that my biggest challenge was now before me. I knew from past experiences with ovarian cyst bursting and PCOS and repairing my body that it had only helped me better help the people I worked with. So this was the next stage. Unfortunately, I mean, well, fortunately, (laughs) even though I didn't die, I didn't have the answers yet. The doctors I saw didn't know either. I mean, I wasn't out eating junk food. I was out having a seemingly healthy meal. Then a month later, after persisting for an earlier appointment to see an allergy doctor, which was likely to be a six-month wait, I'm listing off foods to him that I'd noticed had made me feel discomfort or tingling or swelling of some sort. And the next minute I was in another room with a nurse to perform an allergy testing panel. She begins to prick and poke up my forearm when my hand becomes tingly. I look over to see where she's working on and there was a massive whelp that had just appeared. I said to her, What's that? And she looks at her testing panel and she says, oh, that's histamine. And I'm like, hmm. She continues. My hand goes numb. I let her know. She says, hmm, continues. I begin to shiver, then shake. And then all of a sudden I feel faint. I don't feel so good. She checks my blood pressure and runs out the door. Next minute, Dr. Struts in and says, it's normally only the big boys that do this. (sighs) Me with no energy to take his insult am just again focused on how I'm feeling and getting myself feeling better. He leaves my side. The nurse continues down my other arm. 
And once I had collected myself, he called me back into his office and he said, Rhea, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. I look at him. I ask, well, what about this welt on my arm? And he's like, oh, that's okay. That's just histamine. You'll be fine. Just pop a Zyrtec, take an antihistamine tablet every day. and You'll be fine as necessary. I leave his office, bamboozled, confused. And now I'm driving, thinking to myself, well, hang on. What did all the foods that I'd listed to him have in common? Well, they were all histamine-releasing foods. I rush home and I begin what ended up being... A, a, a very, very detailed, almost life-consuming passion to find out more. And admittedly, back then in 2018, there wasn't a whole lot of information about it. But I was encouraged, just because of the poor experience that I had, had just had, to enroll myself in a naturopathic degree. Because... I really felt that it was unacceptable that an authority to which is supposed to help sick people would just dismiss my symptoms and tell me I'm fine. I thank him though. It helped me connect the dots and it propelled me into like far beyond my comfort zone. I got deeper into the science of the body more than I ever have before. I learned to love biochemistry and pick apart my entire medical history and personal history to unravel answers I was seeking. Not alone. I lived and breathed all of this every day alone. But I seek professional help for the support that I needed. First, it was a naturopath doctor. He was compassionate. He actually listened to me. He asked me how eliminating histamine-releasing foods had made me feel. I said, better. He said, great. You're on the right path. Now, that path with him was a slow one. So I grew impatient, some impatient like that. <laughs> then I seeked out the assistance of a bioresonance practitioner. Because with my kinesiology and energetic healing background, I understand that it's valuable to ask the body to tell you the next steps. And it worked beautifully. I count my blessings for the love and support I've had in my life that have lovingly helped me through this. My it sure as hell wasn't easy. I mean, this was the start of 2018, and for at least two years it was my kryptonite, the cheetah, clawing away at me. But my spirit is strong. As strong and as solid as the muscles I've built on my body. All that time, what motivated me was my mission. It was bigger than me. I knew I had to get the answers to help people. I was determined to get the answers, to heal myself. And so I could spare people the suffering I had to go through. 
And so they could at least know they didn't have to go through it alone. And this is what summoning your superhuman means to me. When your back's against the wall and there's nowhere else to go but forward or up, it could be a sprint or a marathon, but your story is uniquely yours. So what's your next chapter look like? In terms of the next episode, well, you'll have to wait and see. I will tell you, however, that I will do a whole episode about food allergies because if God forbid you or someone you know shows signs of a food allergy and especially an anaphylactic reaction, seek immediate professional help, hospital, and then begin the journey to answers. The purpose of this podcast is to equip you with actionable tools and steps that you can take to find to summon your superhuman. In fact, I challenge you. Summon Your Superhuman Challenge starts this Wednesday. If you accept, then join the Superhuman VIPs as we armor up to make sure 2021 is one. W-O-N. Get off the bench and step up your game this year. Join the list, get the invite, and show up. That's all I ask. I look forward to meeting you. So please subscribe. Share and join the Summon Your Superhuman community on all the channels. Submit any questions or requests via the Summon Your Superhuman website. Wednesday, I'll be dropping a special episode with a guest, so just hang out for that one. And until then, strengthen your mind, body, and soul muscles. And stay amazing, superhumans. Peace.